Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. And today, I hope Korean Americans rejecting Hyung culture hear this. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the I Hope They Hear This podcast. And we have a, a, a third time visitor, uh, Mr. Andy Eun. I'm honored. He is the director of the Daniel Prayer Garden. He is host of the Navi Design podcast. Um, a great podcast, by the way, if you haven't seen it or listened or listen to it, uh, please go check it out. I've been really enjoying it. Wow. The only episode I haven't listened to is your latest one. Okay. Yeah, but that's, that's on my list. Very cool. Yeah, the one with, uh, you know, the one with Abe, Abe Jin. Yes. That was really good content, but what was kind of surprisingly interesting was, yeah. you know how like there's like interference like near the yes, end? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. you realize it's because of your microwave? Yeah. <laughs> that was so crazy. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I'm figuring out all the kinks. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but uh, I was a guest on your podcast as well. Um, yes. That was kind of a part two of our anxiety live coaching session. Yep. Uh, so if you if you enjoyed the the last one I did with Andy, please go check that out because it's it's really just a continuation of that. Yep. Um, and it was an amazing time for me. So thank you. I loved it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so today, the reason why I asked Andy to come is because there's been something on my mind. Um, as a Korean American in Atlanta, I would say that I am part, we are part of the kind of the first, second generation. Yeah. Right. So yeah. uh, the majority of the people that immigrated from Korea to America that landed in Georgia yeah. are our parents' age. Yeah. And so the offsprings of that immigrant wave mm the second generation, we are a part of that, yep. right? So we're, as a community, kind of navigating through how do we wrestle with our given culture, mm. uh, like birth culture, right? Korean culture and mm. the culture that we find ourselves in, which is the Western American culture. Mm. And there's a specific culture um, that I hold very, or specific aspect of the culture that I hold dear to my heart. Mm. Um, the, I guess we'll call it the Hyung culture. Yeah. Um, and you actually talked about this on the KTL podcast. Yep. Yeah, and I've been thinking about it since 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 you guys talked about it on that podcast. Mm. And yeah, I, I think so. Before I get into my perspective on it, yeah. I guess let's kind of talk to the people about what young culture is. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, if you're listening to this and you are Korean, um, you probably already know uh, and have experience um, just through your life of calling older, you know, uh, male figures, young, and if you're a girl, you call them oppa, um, for younger girls, or sorry, for, for, for older girls, it would be, you know, nuna, if you're speaking from a male, or it would be uh, onni, right? Um, so mm -hmm. really, uh, for me, I guess, young culture is kind of uh, a branch out of uh, our hierarchical um, Confucian culture, mm -hmm. which obviously, um, I wouldn't say venerate, but I would say respects or honors, right? Yeah. Older people, yeah. um, that obviously going for adults, those who are older than you, but that even applies to people within the same generation right. and someone that would just be older than you. So, yeah. So for me, I would say that's kind of a, a snapshot of what uh, young culture is in a nutshell. Mm. Um, I'd say for me personally, um, just life experience, you know, I am the younger brother 
Uh, I'm the second child mm -hmm. uh, out of three boys. So in, in actuality, I know what it means to have a young, right? My older brother. Right. And I know what it means to be a young, right? Mm -hmm. So I have a younger brother. And so for me, it was kind of embedded uh, in my life. Uh, I would say, actually, my parents were never super keen on us always using the language. I mean, internally as a household, my parents would refer to my older brother when referencing me as Hyung. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so it was, it was encouraged, but it wasn't like enforced. Um, but I, I think I always, uh, you know, my older brother being three and a half years older than me, I think I always uh, treated him and I respected him and I, I actually looked up to him, you know, as a young. Mm. And so, yeah, that would be kind of a, a, a quick picture, I guess, yeah. for me of, of what it is. Yeah, I think um, one thing that's interesting is depending on the gender mm. of who of the speaker and also the person that they are referencing, yeah. the terminology changes, right? Like you alluded to, Nuna, Anni, Oppa. Right, right. And I, I think I always thought that was interesting yeah. because those titles also bring about kind of a different twist to the relationship, mm. right? Because a hung, like you are my hung, right? Mm. You're like two years older than me, so mm. I will call you hung. Mm. But my wife calling you oppa, like that would be kind of a different relationship. Different nuance. Right? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's the same kind of uh, baseline, yeah. like, the respect, yep. but there are differences slightly in how that uh, relationship really manifests. I would even say it, it evokes different emotions. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. for example, with, with the young relationship, I always kind of think of um, the young treating the 동생 or the younger brother. It would be more of tough love, like mm. trying to get you to man up, quote unquote, right? Mm. Where, whereas in the oppa relationship, you would treat the 동생, the, the little sister, yeah. uh, more with kind of a protective love. Sure. Uh, yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Does that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I, another interesting thing about the young culture is, it actually, in America, it's kind of rude to ask someone how old they are, right? In some, more or, or less, yeah, or it's it's kind of awkward, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Korea, it's super natural, right? Because you have to establish that relationship. Yes. Am I your young? Yeah. Are you my young, or are we peers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I that that's one thing I um I'm hoping that the Caucasian or the non-Korean listeners understand is that when a Korean person from Korea asks yeah. you how old you are, yeah. it's not a rude thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's part of the Korean culture. You know, I, I remember like just multiple times in my life I would ask, um, you know, whether it was a white friend or even African American friend, hey, were you born in 86? Mm. And they would look at me kind of weird. They're like, yeah, I was born in 86. Like, why are you asking <laughs> yeah. me what year I was born, yeah, you yeah. know? And I was like, just wondering, man, you know? Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, and, and that's, a, that's also a difference too. Koreans find it natural to ask what year you were born in. Right. But in the Western culture, it's more about how, what is your age. Right. 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 And I, this is my theory. Um, I think it's because in the Hyung culture, mm. you're supposed to call someone Hyung mm. if they were born in an earlier year than you. Sure. Even if the age difference is like 11 months, if right. you're in the same year, right. there's no obligation. <laughs> but in, in the American culture, if you ask simply your age, yeah. then that can get kind of confusing, right? right? Depending on what time of the year it is, you don't doesn't really reveal what year you were born. Right. Is that, is that right? I don't necessarily know if it's right, but mm -hmm. it sounds right to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Even... I, a year difference is a big thing in 
the Korean culture, Korean culture. for sure. For um, sure. Here it's almost like what only a difference? Yeah, yeah. You can just be peers, right? right. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, definitely. I think you know, here in the states, especially among second gen, it's definitely diluted. I mean, you know, when I lived in Korea, I mean, you could definitely see, you know, that question a little bit more pronounced. Mm. But definitely, you know, I, I spent most of my time um, growing up here in the States. And mm. so it was something that was a part of our lives. But I wouldn't I, I would say we definitely had a Korean American expression of it. Yeah. yeah. Right? So it was like it was we had Korean aspects of it, but it had like an American twist on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's actually the major bulk of what I want to talk about today. OK. Um, so we kind of talked about what the Hyung culture is supposed to look like, sure. or what it's meant to look like in Korea. Yeah. I mean, cause, cause some of the stuff that we can also talk about is, um, we, we talked a little bit about how there's sort of responsibility that lands on the Hyung. Sure. But from the Dongseng, from the younger brother or sister, Yeah. there's a little bit of, um, I don't want to call it servitude, but um, a little bit of obligation to want to serve. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but you kind of receive that protection, that 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 taking care of yeah. sense, right? Yeah. And, and that's that's kind of the symbiotic relationship between Hyung and Dongzheng, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's okay if I just no, no. start sharing on please, this. Please. But um, I would say, you know, the, the, the typical, I guess, would be exactly what you're talking about, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, would be if you're older than, quote unquote, right, you are somewhat obligated, culturally mm -hmm. obligated to take care of, you know, um, the one who's younger. And then, like you said, the younger one would have uh, kind of a different, quote unquote, cultural obligation. Right. I would personally say this. Um, I would say just in my own journey, this is just totally subjective. Mm -hmm. I would say I've really tried to discover the essence of it. Mm -hmm and try to throw away some of what I would just call the garbage of it mm. and really retain what it meant to be. Because I'll just be honest, right? Like as a Korean American, you know, growing up who definitely identified way more with the American side of myself, it wasn't until I was maybe 18 later in my, in my 20s that I actually had this renaissance mm. of Korean culture and uh, an interest and a desire you know, to really um, not only learn, but immerse and embrace, right? Mm. So I would say for me, I, okay, I would say this, I would say, in my opinion, I think the essence of what young culture is supposed to be is that as someone who is older, you, you do have this powerful or beautiful, I mean, I'd even just say that word, right? Because mm. that's what it means to me. You have this beautiful obligation um, to see someone who is younger and you're not lording it over them. I think that's what I want to make clear mm, because right. I think that's part of the garbage of it, right. right? It's like kind of this like lording over because at the end of the day, human nature, no one wants to be lorded yeah. over, right? Uh, we, we just reject that in the fabric of our being. But I would say what I think it's meant to be is uh, as an older you know, brother or sister, you, you want to take mm. care of that younger person, right? Mm. You know, whether it is like just taking them out for a meal or whether it is more on an emotional level, just being like, hey, how you doing? Like, what's going on with you? And what I've noticed in my life is that I think it's a beautiful relationship. And I, f and I feel like on the younger person's end, they get to be a recipient, mm. right? And, and I also want to say this too. It's not that the older person always knows more. 
because that's not the case either. Mm. Like really, right? Like that's not always the case is that they somehow know more, but it's actually engaging in the relationship in a way where you get to be almost someone's younger brother and be the recipient of that care. Right. And then I think even likewise, um, you know, I would say some of the, the maybe traditional stuff that I've gotten rid of is it's not that the younger brother or the younger person just becomes a recipient and has to listen to whatever the older person says. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the garbage of it again. But I think in being a recipient, you also get to reciprocate a different type of love Mm. back to the older person as well. Mm. I don't know if any of that, I hope that made sense. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. And when you say the garbage, yeah, I I think those things kind of naturally grew in the kind of corrupt hearts of humans. Yes. Just because the system is there, right? But I think the system is meant to be exactly what you're, describing absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. I, I i almost feel like you get glimpses of it i, I hope this makes sense I, I i feel like you get glimpses of it when you watch certain korean movies mm. um and for me it was also when i started i, I would start traveling to more of the countryside uh-huh. of korea right mm-hmm. i get out of seoul i get out of the big city i go to you know Gwangju and these other places and you interact with these people whether they're relatives or just people that you meet mm-hmm. And you actually do see something really pure and beautiful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, I would just say that's kind of a, a for me, it was different glimpses yeah. of what I felt like were more the essential things. Yeah. 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 And for sure, like, man, I, I wish they showed more of it in Parasite. Yeah. Did you did you watch Parasite? Oh, of course. Um, because there there is a potential to show that relationship with the Kim family's daughter. Yeah. And in the beginning, you know how the older brother has a friend that comes over. Yep. She still calls him oppa, right. which the direct translation is older brother. Right. They're not blood related. Right. But if I'm sure if they were to have explored more of that relationship, he would have treated her as if she were his own, you know, blood sister. Right. 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 Because there's there's something special there too when it's the actual younger brother of a friend or younger sister or brother of a friend of yours. You kind of just like take that on, yes. Take that responsibility on. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that was that was my that was my upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I joke around and say, like during middle school and high school, like I was raised by seven older brothers. Mm. You know, like my older brother ran with this pack of 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 youngs to me. Yeah. And that was very much what it was. Like I literally felt like I had seven older brothers. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, and if I mean, I guess there's a little bit of this as well in the Western culture, mm. where if you were to see your older sibling's friend, you know, they might want to take care of you a little bit. Sure. You know? But I think there is something much more concrete and real yeah. in the Korean Hyung culture. Yeah. A lot of times when I would go out to a restaurant and I would see one of my older brother's friends, mm. you know, they would pay the uh pay for the meal that I'm having yeah. or, or just, you know, try to find ways to take care of me. Say, is everything going around, going all right? Do you need yeah. a ride? Yeah. You know, those, those kind of things that yeah. going that extra mile as if they were actually my, you know, blood siblings. Wow. Yeah. 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 No, it's so good. Yeah. I, I just, this, this, this thought just popped up to me was, um, you know, there's, there's this word in Korean called chung. Mm. Um, some would translate it as loyalty. What, what would you translate chung as? If you had to try, I would say a bond that. You know, okay, <laughs> so uh, there's a movie called uh, "To All the Boys I Ever Loved." Yes. P.S. <laughs> I still love you on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, and I, I haven't seen the movie yet, yeah. but I saw the clip 
she actually tries to explain what Chung is that's to right. her Caucasian friend. That's right. I think that's what's influencing my, my <laughs> answer right now. Because I think she actually does say a bond that can't be severed, right? I, I, I'll agree with you. Something yes. along yeah. those yeah. lines. Yeah. But I think that resonated with me because that's, that's yeah. what I would say as well. There's, there's something, yeah, there's, there's something, some sort of deeper level of connection. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, I mean, for sure. And I actually like that definition. I mean, the reason why I bring up Chung is because Chung is one of those golden treasures that I feel like I found in our culture, mm. right? And to be able to put a word around it is helpful, right? Yeah. It helps us to articulate it. But um, but for me, yeah, Chung is like this sense of bond. I would say bond would probably be a better word than loyalty. Mm. But the reason why I bring up Chung is because I would say that Chung is something in our culture that kind of permeates or maybe should permeate mm. our relationships, right? Mm. Um, I don't know if I can say this, but I kind of feel a sense of Chung with you. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? likewise. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Like even when we first connected, before I even knew you were a Shin. Yeah, that's you right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I was just like, yo, there's this Chung uh-huh. with you. And, and, and the reason why I bring up Chung again is because I feel like it's, Chung that permeates even the Hyung Tongseng relationship mm. that should. Yeah. And, 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 and when you have that, I think that's when you kind of find what it was meant to be. Mm. Um, and, and so, yeah, like, you know, I, it's, it, it is hard to describe, but, but we, um, and I, I would say, you know, Koreans aren't the only one who have Chung. I think there's different cultures that have different, you know, uh, words for it, mm-hmm. but I would say it's that part of our culture where, you know, it's like you can't really describe it, but there's just a bond that you have with someone and you feel this nearness. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Fun fact. Yep. Your mother's maiden name is Shin. This is true. And in Korea, there are three <laughs> major branches of Shin. This is true. And we are from the same line of Shins. Yes. So we <laughs> literally have common ancestors someone, somewhere down the line. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. do. Yep. <laughs> that was really interesting when we found out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think uh, another thing about Chung is that it's kind of hard to find in the Western culture because, well, I don't want to say it's hard to find, but it's not as common because the Western culture, the philosophy is more indiv- individuals, right? Yeah. Like what can you do that makes you happy, yep. makes the self happy? Yep. Eastern philosophy is almost the opposite of that. Yep. Well, how can you, you know, make the family happy? How can you make the whole happy? Yeah. Even if it's not immediate family it yeah. can be community you know, yeah people around you yeah um so I, I think maybe there's something there um and i think that's also why i guess uh, shifting to the next topic or yeah. the next segment sure. whatever we want to call it yeah um i think that's why there has been what i want to call a willful deterioration of young culture mm. amongst second generation koreans mm. because we've come to this place where we have to somehow try to, you know, mesh, mesh together this individual's happiness kind yep. of philosophy with what we're born with, mm. which is how do, how do you make the, ha- uh, how can you behave yeah. and act toward the happiness or wellness of, of the family or the mm. collective, mm. right? So the current state of health culture that I see okay. in Atlanta amongst the second generation Korean Americans is, yeah. Uh, almost non-existent. Wow. Now, I think it's on the verge of going extinct. Wow. And I think a lot of people would actually agree. Yeah. Yeah. That actually makes me super sad. Wow. Yeah. I, wow. I'm one of those people who thinks that we should preserve that. Mm. 
Um, what are what are your thoughts on that? Am I kind of giving an accurate depiction of? Well, I mean, again, it's a, it's a subjective perspective, but I would say, you know, I, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think many others would agree. Uh, it's funny because I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. right? I was like, why does the deterioration make you sad? Yeah, I, I think it's because it's almost our birthright mm-hmm. to have this young culture. Yeah. And it's, it's so beautiful when you see it happen well. I mean, it, I've also experienced and see, seen it happen horribly right um where the hyung is taking advantage right or even the dongseng is taking advantage right right the hyung can take advantage by almost treating the dongseng as a servant sure right go do this for me yeah. or give me the best stuff because i'm your hyung right or the dongseng might say you're my hyung so you pay for all my meals you do all these things for me yes yeah so on both sides yeah. when there's a uh, malicious intent yeah you know, yeah it, it can go bad but i um, I, you used the phrase on the KTL podcast, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Because the young culture, I think, is very beautiful when it's done right. I I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny, man. Like, I, I, sometimes I just get, like, word pictures or I get pictures that just help me describe, mm. like, realities. And for me, whenever I think of, like, young um and 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 the power of the beauty of it i i think of you actually alluded to it it's like the older person actually denying themselves or maybe not even just denying themselves but wanting to give the best thing to the younger brother mm. you know and just quick shout out to my older brother i don't even know if he's listening but you know <laughs> i i actually have a lot of memories like that where you know i i would witness and see like my brother saying like you know give the best thing to andy because mm. like i want him to give that you know yeah so that, yeah. So, you know, for me, I, I, I would say, um, I think you're right. I think from a, uh, from a, from like a, a landscape perspective, uh, it does seem like it's on the verge of pretty much the extinction. I guess for me, I kind of want to maybe dive in a little bit as to maybe why, mm. and then maybe try to galvanize that a bit. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I, I would say probably everything you're saying is right. David is, um, a, I would say, um, there's probably a great bulk of people who have seen the misappropriation of it. Mm. Therefore, it leaves a bad taste. Therefore, you cut it out. Yeah. Right? That's just human nature. Yeah. But I would even say there seems to be kind of a deeper um, deficit, if I could use, use that word. Mm. And I think it's actually there's just a lack of a deterioration of Korean culture. Mm. altogether yeah right and again you know we'd probably spend tons of time to even unpack even why that is yeah but i would just say that you know first and foremost the fact that we are korean americans who were born here it is quite inevitable for cultural dilution right yes. like mm-hmm. because you are being permeated with this other culture yeah um, and then progressively as that goes to the third and fourth, it just gets, you know, more and more. So I say there's that, but I would even say, I'm going to try to articulate this well. I would say because there's a lack of culture and there's a lack of even wanting to embrace it. Mm. Right. And what I mean by that is maybe this is just my personal purvey, but I feel like I've seen a lot of people if I really called it for what it is, it's like a subtle form of self-hatred. And it's funny because I actually just recorded a podcast with my friend 
a couple days ago, which mm. will be released in a few weeks, oh. uh, uh, kind of about this. Okay. But we were talking about basically um, because we're Korean Americans, we all have this common narrative of feeling otherness, mm. right? Whether it's at school, whether it's because we are a part of mainstream culture, right? And whether we like it or not, we kind of sub subliminally, subconsciously live with this sense of otherness, right? Yeah. I would say anyone who's probably listening to this who's a minority will be able to identify with this immediately, right? right? Like a story of otherness. So I think what ends up happening is because of our experiences of otherness, what ends up happening in our subconscious is that we start slowly denying parts of ourselves mm. because we actually want a sense of belonging, Right. Right. I wouldn't I, I, I'm not trying to say that this is the case for every person, but I would say it's pretty true across right. the board. Yeah. And so to me, I think that's the bigger kind of underlying issue. Right. Is at the end of the day, when you look at yourself in the mirror, like, who are you? Mm. You know, and can you say that you are actually proud to be a Korean mm. American? Right? Hmm. Are you when you think about your Koreanness? What are the first emotions that evoke out of you? Hmm. Is it ones of pride? Is it ones of, of, of man? I love being Korean. Or if you were being really honest, is it maybe quite the opposite? Hmm. So I would say to me that's where it kind of begins. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really interesting because I guess it's like you said inevitable that that kind of would happen because. There are certain things about being Korean that mm -hmm. make us stick out like sort sort thumb. Sure. One big example would be our our food. Right. Our food is very garlicky. Sure. A lot of it is basically rotting vegetables, right? The Yo, kimchi is even though the white folks be loving it. Yeah, days. these days, right? <laughs> these days. But when we were in high school or middle right. school. It was not cool. Yeah. Um it's yeah, so th those are kind of I for me personally, I think yeah. some aspects of the the food culture of the Korean culture yeah. might be something I rejected to try to seep into the mainstream Absolutely. culture of America. Absolutely. So yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And I, I can understand why that's happening and why people would even reject the Hyung culture in that because it's odd to call someone Hyung. Like if, if I were to call you Hyung yeah. and amongst a bunch of Americans, they might say, his name's Andy. <laughs> Why are you calling him young? Right? And yeah. it, it would be an odd thing. And yeah. like even that, that that relationship from an outside perspective might seem odd. Yeah. Like, is he your actual brother? Why, right. why are you treating him this way? Right. Like, what's happening? Right. Right. So I, I can I can understand that. Yeah. But even with that, mm. I think mm. it's young culture at least. I, I don't know about all aspects of Korean culture. Mm. I think there are certain things like like drinking culture. Sure. I think we can probably do without. Right, right, <laughs> like right. My yeah. brother my brother lives in Korea. Oh gosh. And he tells me about how oh, you're basically expected to obligated to right. go out drinking with your superiors Just after get work. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're expected to be at work the day after. Yeah. 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 So that's okay. Yeah. But at least with Hyung culture. Yeah. And what it's meant to be. Yeah. I still think it's worth preserving. I, and 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 I would agree with you. I think um I think I wanted to just share that first almost as like a kind of as a primer yeah. maybe for the conversation. But mm. I, I do agree with you. And and again, I don't I don't want to try to be too deep about it, but but I do think a I, I would say the underlying um premise is actually 
you know, do you, what do you even think about your culture first and foremost, mm, right? Yeah. But I think maybe from that place, right? Because I think what ends up happening is, is when you start reconciling with yourself, when you start uh, reconciling with your Korean-ness, mm. um, I think this is one of those aspects that starts to come back up, mm. right? And I just want to say this quickly too, is like, you know, I think uh, one of my mentors said this to me and it just, it helped me to kind of separate um, culture like in, in a very effective way. But he said, Andy, um, K-pop and K-drama, like all of these things that people immediately associate with Koreanness, he's like, that's actually not pure Korean culture. Mm. And what he said to me was he said, that's actually more soul culture. That's right. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. He's saying that is actually Korean culture basically mixed with the world. Mm. And that's what you get. Yeah. Not, not to say that there's anything wrong with K-drama. I love some K-drama. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> I listen to a little BTS sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it real. But, uh, but I say that to say that if that's all that we appropriate as our culture, then I feel like we're missing mm. this depth. Mm. We're missing the, 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 the bottom part of the iceberg, right? Mm. And, and so I just want to say that. But, um, but yeah, I would agree. I think that embracing Hyung culture, I think first and foremost starts with uh, uh, an embracing of your Korean-ness, mm. right? And I think when that happens, you know, it, 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 it becomes this real beautiful journey. Like, I'll just share quickly for myself. I mean, for me, and I shared this on the KTL podcast, but, you know, for me, actually, there was a holistic kind of reconciliation that was happening to me. Mm. And so it, it's going to sound funny, but I'll just say it quickly. But I actually had almost a spiritual experience when it came to my Koreanness and it happened through actually listening to a Korean hymn. That's right. Right? There was mm -hmm. this there was a, a group of Korean Christians who were singing this hymn that I had heard when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. My grandma singing it, right? And it wasn't just the fact that it was a hymn. I mean, obviously there was probably a component of that, but it was something about the Korean tongue, mm -hmm. the Korean language that almost was like trapped in my bones that kind of like washed over me again yeah and i was just like why do i feel this song is so beautiful like why am i crying you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so i would say that um yeah that was kind of my journey and i think from that journey it's been this 15 16 year journey of like progressively you know wanting to you know maybe learn a little bit about more about my history mm -hmm. uh living in korea for four years and and traveling you know different parts of korea so I think it's been this journey for me to kind of like, you know, almost like this pilgrimage, so to speak, yeah. of like kind of getting back into my Korean roots. But all of that to say that I think, um, I think that that's all deeply connected with even Hyung culture because I do think that if we were to just isolate Hyung culture, um, I totally agree with what you're saying, David. That it is a really beautiful part of our culture yeah. and something that I believe if can be preserved can be one of those things, and I would even dare to say this, can almost be like our gift to the world. Yeah. I don't think we ever really think about that. Mm. And again, I'm, I'm kind of cross-referencing a little bit from the podcast that I just recorded, <laughs> but but um, I sometimes I don't think that we realize that our that there's things in our Korean culture that are actually our gift to even America. Right. Like to me, when that flywheel clicked in, mm. I was just like, it changed everything. Mm. Because now it wasn't just the fact that I was proud of being a Korean, 
But now it was actually, I came to the table feeling like I had something very unique to offer. Mm. And that changed everything for me. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, and I would hear feedback like that from, you know, whether it be older, you know, white guys just being like, man, you know, you Koreans, like you guys really know how to take care of the elderly. Mm. And I would be like, yes, we do. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You so got, you got to own that. Yeah. yeah. So that, that would be just my, my quick little snippet on yeah, it. Yeah. And just kind of thinking about all of society, whether it be Korean or non-Korean, yeah. embracing Hong culture. Yeah. Yeah. I just see so many great things coming out of it. Mm. One funny story when, me and my mom visited my brother several years ago mm. to Korea. Me and my mom were uh, hanging out. What's that man-made river that runs through Seoul? Uh, I forget the name. Something Gechon. Yeah, yeah. Chung Gechon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that man-made. It's like yeah. really pretty. Yeah. A lot of people hang out yeah. there, right? Yeah. And I remember there was this these two kids messing around. They were still in their school uniforms. Yeah. And one kid was playing as if they were going to throw someone else's book bag in the river. Yeah. And my mom immediate go, immediately goes, hey, don't do that. You know, in Korean. Yeah. And, she, and I, the reason why she did that, even though she would never think to do that in America, right. is because my, my mom is a generation, maybe right. two generations separated right. from these kids. Right. But she still felt the responsibility wow. as the older person yeah. to say, you know, that's their schoolwork. Don't yeah. mess with that. You yeah. know, like take care of each other. Yeah. Right. So that just suddenly awoken in her when she was in Korea. So good. And I said, Oma, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm not, I don't know. But I just did it. And she also said something along the lines of, I saw, she, she was talking to me. I saw you guys in them. You know, like I, I felt the maternal instinct wow. to try to help them and sure. like protect them. Yeah. So that was just a snippet of, wow, if society embraced this young culture, that's right. what it could look like. Sure. Like strangers trying to take care of each other. Yeah. I mean, it, my mom was scolding them. Right. But not because she was upset, but right. it's because she wanted them to, you know, right. act proper. Right. 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 But there's almost a stigma about getting into other people's business in America. I was just going to say that. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 So that probably seeped into the second gen kind of... Psyche. Psy yeah. Totally. And... And thus, I think, happened the willful deterioration yep. of the Hyung culture. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think you're, it's, I mean, that's just absolutely right. I mean, I think you have a head-on collision mm. of opposing worldviews. Mm. And so, to me, I would say that collision can either create chaos mm. or it can actually create what I would say a harmonious sound, mm. right? Mm. Uh, and I really mean that, right? I, I, I feel like um, the fact of the matter is, is we are Korean American, yeah. right? So we cannot, um, I was going to use the Korean word, posa. Like we cannot yeah. like take Escape. off. Right? We right, can't, right. Yeah, we can't take off our, 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 our Korean, uh, Korean American identity. Mm -hmm. But I think this is a, 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 a really cool place that we can navigate, yeah. right? And I think even when, um, when we were on the KTL podcast, that was kind of the hope is that through this transmission, we would be able to maybe at least spark a conversation or help the navigation. Yeah. But um, yeah, but yeah, I think I think that, you know, in the States, right, we deeply value our privacy, mm. we deeply value our individual freedoms, which is polar opposite to what they value there. Yeah, right. And over there, it's more about the collective, the collective consciousness. Yeah. And uh, I think 
I'll, I'll just say this. I think if we can kind of, okay, I, I'll use this, I'll use this kind of story maybe to, to, to highlight this. So I remember I had this moment uh, while I was in Korea. It was actually during seminary. Okay. And so in my seminary classes, there were a lot of kind of Korean expats like mm. myself, but there were also natives, those who were born and raised in Korea. And I remember I had this one experience that I was just like, wow, this like stood out to me. So basically what ended up happening was, was for lunch that day, I ended up going out to lunch with some of my Korean American friends. Mm -hmm. It was about a group of four or five of us, right? So go into this restaurant and we're eating and I'm just weird introvert. I people watch sometimes where I just kind of take, take a step back and I observe. Mm -hmm. And what I was observing in that moment was that the five or six of us, we were all having individual conversations. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? So like this, we're all sitting at the same table. Yeah. But I was looking to my left and the two people sitting across from each other, they were talking. Yeah. The people to my right, they were talking. to But we were not having a collective conversation. Yeah. Right? And it didn't hit me because that's normal, right, yeah. to me. It didn't hit me until later that night, the same day. So 7 p.m. rolls around, and then one of my Korean hyungs, who I called hyung, mm -hmm. he said, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. let's go eat together. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, let's go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just followed him and, and, and these uh, four other uh, Korean older brothers, and we're all eating together. Immediately, dynamic is completely different. Hmm. Five of us are sitting at table. It's the same type of table that we were sitting at before. But the conversation, it's circular. Yeah, Everyone's having one conversation. Hmm. And I remember, I don't know why, but like I, as I observed that, it really warmed my heart. Hmm. I was like, A, I said, this is so beautiful. Hmm. I love this. I love, the, I love having conversation like this. Two, I was like, we're losing this or we don't even understand this. Hmm. So I don't know. That's just something that I wanted to. No, that, yeah. that actually makes so much sense to me now. Yeah. yeah. I feel uncomfortable when we're like all sitting around the table and there's multiple conversations happening. Wow. I never really knew why, but it's because, it's I mean, I was born in Korea. Yes. I, I lived the first six years of my life there. Yeah. And a lot of the way that I model my social interactions is actually through my cousins. I'm on my mom's side. I'm the youngest of okay. all the cousins. Okay. So they're all hangs and nunas to me. Yeah. And, and so I, I take a, a lot of what I am from my Korean like extended family. Mm. So I, that might be why when I see multiple conversations happening, yeah. I'm always kind of the guy trying to merge the conversations. Wow. Um, or I just I get confused as to which conversation to join. Wow. I just, I just start getting a headache. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, that's and it's funny, right? Mm. Like I think... So tying all that full circle, I feel like that is a clear picture maybe of not only the differences of mm. East and West, but even for those of us who are Korean Americans, maybe we could even look to that aspect yeah. and to be like, you know what? There's something really like cool about that. Or they're yeah. like, I like that because it, A, it makes everyone feel included. Um, it, it makes for a larger conversation. And so even like using these type of examples to say like, Man, how do I practically try to adopt that, you know, in my everyday kind of experience? Yeah, yeah. And, and when you talked about how when two cultures kind of come together, yeah, there can be chaos right. or harmony, right? Right. Personally, for me, I feel like I'm observing more chaos. Yeah. Right now, because yeah. one of the things we talked about before the podcast is yeah. I've never actually called you young. Mm. Um, I think today 
doing illustrations in this yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. might be the first time. Yeah. And that's because I'm not sure how to navigate this kind of morphed or maybe even mutilated version of Hyung culture. Gotcha. Right. I, I don't know if I have to ask your permission because mm. the sense that I'm getting now mm. is really you can only call someone Hyung mm. if you came up with them. Like you called them Hyung when you were younger. Sure. And so, so it's, it's weird. Um, like Namu Hyung. Yeah. He's your friend. Right. Same age, right? Right. Similar, I call, yeah. I mean, I've, I've called him Hyung since I was in high school. So wow. I keep calling him Hyung. Wow. But all the people that's, you know, the same age as him or even older. Sure. If I've met him now, like I just. It's I, awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to call him Hyung or not. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's and it's funny. I don't. I really don't have an answer for that. Um, but I would just say this is that I, I was saying this to you pre-show. Yeah. I was saying how the funny thing about that, though, David, is the fact that uh, I feel that from you. Mm. So even though you don't call me Hyung, which mm. to be honest, I really don't care for in the sense of like whether you do or not makes no difference to me. Mm. But I feel your, if I could call it your Tongseng energy towards mm. me. And in maybe in response or even before that, I would say, you know, I don't know if we're getting too mushy right now, David, but, <laughs> but, but I've always, ever since I've, you know, known you or connected with you, I've always wanted to reciprocate mm. that young energy, yeah. like for whatever, what reason, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, and yeah. I felt that and received that as well. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably one of the reasons why I like you so much, because sure. you are one of the people who... Even though we never really defined it as such, yeah. it was just natural to have Hyung Tongzheng relationship. Yeah, because as a person who is desperately clinging on to this part of our culture, mm. wherever I can find it, yeah. I really appreciate it. Wow. Um, there there are people, yeah, um, Korean Americans, yeah, who don't particularly like it when yeah. they receive that Tongzheng energy from me. That's interesting. Yeah, there, there are people who kind of just wanted to be we're peers. I got you. Yeah, wow. or. Even it's, it's kind of odd too, because in Korea, it's straight up. If you are a year from the previous year, yeah. born in the previous sun, I guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, you are my young. Right. But here, we've kind of diluted it to, well, you have to be at least two or three years older for right, me to right, call right. you young. The, the rules have changed. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, again, but it's not like a definitive rule that we've set. So therefore, it's hard to navigate. It's super hard to navigate. You know, it's interesting, David, is... Uh, you know, first and foremost, just feedback to what you're saying. I, I would even say this on a on a practical note, right? Is I would say if this podcast is, you know, percolating something in you, to be honest, I don't think the the form really matters, mm. right? I would say function over form. Mm. So you don't like if it's awkward to call someone young, that's fine. Or mm. if it's hard, if it's awkward to Whatever, right? No, but the thing is, it's not awkward. I okay. prefer it. Right. I just don't want to put that person in an awkward place. Right. Well, I mean, with you, I think it's a unique case. But yeah. I would say maybe for maybe others who may be listening, mm. it's like, yeah, I, 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 I jive with this. I want this. But like, it's for whatever what reason, it's like to start using the word young would feel awkward, right? Mm, right, right. So I would say maybe for for that person, I would say, you know what, just just do the function mm. or 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 use the energy first, right? Mm. And, uh, and just see what comes about that. But I also wanted to say this, because when you said you're like, it's hard for you to navigate, mm. bro, it's hard for me to navigate. Mm. And this is stuff that my, bro my older brother and I, we talk about a lot, huh. right? Because real quick, my older brother, uh, who was born in the early 80s, me who was born in the mid 80s, um, it's interesting to even say this, but, but here in Atlanta, 
I would say my brother's generation were, was very immersed in Hyung culture. Mm. And my brother used to say this to me. He was like, you Shecky there? No, I'm just kidding. He would be like, you guys, like your generation. Uh-huh. He's like, I feel like you guys were the last. Wow. Because he says, I can feel like after you, like especially going into the 90s, he was just like, what the heck, right? Like, mm. right? He, he definitely couldn't see it. Yeah. So we talk about this stuff just for fun. But I will say this. You express your difficulty of navigating. Dude, I have had so many instances where this has been difficult to navigate. And here's here's what I'll say without taking too much time. The same way for you, like I naturally, my default, mm. um, because I know what it is to be a young, like I have a younger brother and and I would even say, you know, at one point in time, I actually had a lot of tongsangs and, mm. and it was, it was, I loved to do that. I loved to have those relationships. But a, as time progressed, I would run into some of these Korean Americans that, again, my default was to kind of engage in that kind of young culture. Yeah. Again, not to dominate, not at all, actually, quite the opposite. But what I would quickly notice was that they didn't understand what was going on on the other side. Mm. And that created a lot of conflict, too. Wow. You see what I'm saying? And that caused a lot of misunderstanding, you know, mm. and I'll just call that for what it is. Um, so, so I just wanted to chime in because just as much as there was difficulty navigating your end, it, 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 similar for me as well. Yeah. 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 And so what do you think the solution is? Because yeah. my preference yeah. is Helen culture being preserved. Sure. But if the majority of our community is rejecting it, right. then I, I don't have the power to cling on to it, right? Because it's almost like a sinking ship. Yeah. yeah. And Hong culture, it's without the community, it really means nothing. Yeah. Right? That's, I, that's very true. I can treat as many Tongzengs as I want as Tongzengs and as many Hyungs as Hyungs. Yeah. But if they don't understand what that is, if they don't, they're rejecting it, yeah. then whatever effort I exert on my end sure. is meaningless. Well, to a degree. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I know. There's a little bit of value, I yeah, think. But yeah. To a degree, it's it's very diluted in what it's the the potential of yes. the meaning that it has, right? Yes. So, I mean, I guess this is a question that really can't be answered. But yeah. should we, as a community, accept or accept that it's deteriorating? Yeah. Or should we try to galvanize some people around this and say, "Hey, let's let's yeah. try to prop this this part of our heritage up"? Well, I think this this hence comes the collective conversation mm-hmm. right or even collective consciousness around it i mean i i don't know i would just say this and this is totally me like i'm obviously not an expert on it i'm just a person who's yeah. giving their opinion you know but i would say this i would say if you're listening to this right a my question to you would be or my first question would be um is there a desire to um really embrace at a deeper level your native culture that'd be question number one question number two if you are korean or even maybe if you're not but if you are korean my question would be what do you actually really think about young opa nuna culture and do you even want to attempt to see the beauty of it Mm. right oftentimes we don't do anything because it's not even in our consciousness. Yeah. So just even asking the question may be important, number two, right? And I would say number three would be this. If you come to the conclusion that this is something that 
matters to you or is special to you. And there are people in your life that you actually want to engage. Because honestly, this conversation means nothing until it becomes experiential, yeah. right? So if there are people in your life that maybe you are kind of in this gray space of being like, I don't know if I have a young relationship or a Tongzheng relationship mm. with this person, I would say, if you've answered one and two, maybe step three or question three would be, would you be willing to even have conversations specifically around this? Because mm. I think the power of conversation, right? The fact that you could even engage and talk about it, it's going to sound weird, but it's almost like a DTR, yeah, right? It's almost right. like a, yeah, def, like, a, like a defining the relationship. And I think if, if we're able to do that almost at a critical mass level, mm. then I think you can actually start to move the consciousness a little bit. Yeah. That's what I would say. Then in in that light, I w- let's. I want to spend a few minutes then, kind of showing, explaining what the beauty of Hyung culture looks like when it's done right. So sure. I'll give one example. Please, um, I am one of the older people at my church. Okay, and so just because it's a Korean American church, there's naturally just this oppa Hyung yeah. culture there already. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was one time we were all hanging at a ca- at a cafe mm. and a car hit one of my Tongseng's cars in the parking lot. Mm. And so she had to go out and try to deal with that. Okay. But she didn't really know how to do it. So a few moments later, she comes back and she goes, David Oba, can you come out and help me? Yeah. So I obviously, I'm not a traffic uh, expert. Right. I, I don't know the laws of, you know, what happens when people hit other people's cars. Yeah. But the fact that she had someone to turn to in that situation, mm. um, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And I was willing. Yeah. As a oppa, I was yeah. willing to say, hey, I don't really know what to do in this situation either, but yeah. let me go out there with you and um, I'll try to help you in any way that I can. Right. Um, and because she was a, a female, there, yeah. there is that, like we talked about it earlier, there was this kind of protective, sure. you know, uh, relationship. So yeah. Yeah, I wanted her not to have to you know, talk to strangers without really understanding what's going on or yeah. talk to police yeah. without really understanding what's going on. Right. So yeah. I just used a little bit more life experience that I had yeah. to go to her aid. Yeah. So that, that's, I think, a beautiful, beautiful example. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any examples that? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, even going back to what I, what I said about, you know, my experience with my older brother, I mean, yeah, I think that would be a kind of a, a picture immediately. But yeah, I mean, I would just say this. I would say, you know, when you have older, I'll speak from this perspective of a Tongseng now, because okay. you did one from the older, right? Mm-hmm. I think when when you have older people in your life, and this is kind of side note, but funny, I have actually African-American youngs. As oh. This sounds really funny, but mm. I literally, I legitimately do. Huh. And I have white youngs too right? Shout out Billy Humphrey. You're my white young. Okay. <laughs> but I'll, I'll just say this, but cause I think it's, 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 it's more transcendent. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but going back to what I was saying, I think when you're a younger person and you have older people in your life, I really feel like you become a beneficiary of their care. And honestly, even at times their life wisdom, mm. honestly, yes. like I can think of for myself personally. Okay. I'm just getting uber real. Like I have a, like I have I have a, a a set of youngs, but one or two youngs in particular who really, really, really helped me through some super challenging times in my life. Mm. And uh, for time's sake, I'm not going to go into detail with it. But 
I mean, I was just going through some internal stuff, mm. you know what I mean? And figuring myself out, whether it was kind of reoccurring patterns of things that were happening that I didn't really like or were even hurting me or hurting relationships. You know, I had these these two youngs that I really love and I trust. Mm. And I really, actually, I engaged them and I invited them to speak into my life. Mm. I said, I, I, I need someone who's a little bit wiser. I, I need someone to actually tell me what's up. Yeah. Like, because that's the point that I was getting, right? And I would actually say this is the part that actually kind of hurts me or like it breaks my heart sometimes is when I see um, Tong Seng's continue to kind of go through life and reject this. I mean, it, it, for all intents and purposes, really out of whether it's like pride or right. whether it's self-sufficiency or self-preservation, it just kind of makes me sad, yeah. honestly, because I'm just, I see it and I'm just like, yo, like it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I would just say that I, maybe that's not a, just like a, like a, like a picture example, but that would be an example for me yeah. of, of, some really powerful benefits. And I even shout out some of these people on my website, mm -hmm. right? Quick plug, andyun.com, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I write about these, you know, these figures in my life that have had this indelible mark on my life and some of those youngs are in there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I really honor them because I'm just like, man, without you, I genuinely would not be who I am today. Mm, yeah. And you remember when we were at Jonathan Choi's house? Mm -hmm. several weeks back or mm -hmm. several months back yep. um there were you know kind of the younger couples yep. and the older couples and yep. you guys uh very humbly said hey let us pray for you let us honor you guys yeah that was a really beautiful moment for me in and a shining example of young culture wow um you guys kind of taking on this hey we we come before you guys because yeah. um, it, it was in the context of church ministry right and you guys were saying, we've done it, you know, longer than you, but, you know, it's not about us trying to lord it over you guys no, or trying to tell all. you guys what to do. No. It's, you guys are super, like, humble and super raw, real. And, yeah. Yeah, you, you guys individually kind of prayed for us. And yeah. that's, man, that's, that intersection, that's, I mean, Christianity, you, you think of as more Western. Sure. And, and this Eastern philosophy. Right. That was an example for me where it came at a head. Wow. And there was, like, harmony. Wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. Wow, David, that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I, actually, I don't have anything more to say to that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I, I agree. I, I, I remember that night. And, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. It yeah. was. Yeah. And, and so th this is my actual plea to the people. It's, I hope... Korean Americans hear this mm. and say, you know, this young culture that I've, if, if you've been rejecting it, yeah, I think there's so much beauty that maybe you're blind to, you haven't seen or witnessed. Yeah. Um, because the more youngs there are, mm. the more benefits the Dongzans can receive from that. Like, wow. like you were talking about, uh, so much of young culture is the youngs imparting life wisdom onto the younger sure. generation or people, right? And I would just even inject this too, because I have to, but I would even say it's love. Mm, like I yeah. would say even on the part of, if you do call yourself a young, mm -hmm. then I would just even, you know, check that person or us and say like, yeah, we have a, it's a call to love. Mm, yeah, yeah. I just want to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah if, if there are a lot of people out there saying, I'm willing to be hung, so I'm willing to be tongzangs. Yeah, that mix. Oh man, I, 
I can just I can only imagine how beautiful it would be. Yeah, bro, you're you're. This is awesome, David. <laughs> I'm so glad we did this. Yeah, this podcast. Yeah, and and to touch on something you talked about, um, you also said it could be a gift that we impart unto the world. Yes. Right? I I really believe that. Come on. I think if as, us as Korean Americans can really demonstrate and show what Hong, Hong culture looks like, yeah. I think there are people out there who would see the value in it and want to, you know, take a part of that and and put it into their Western culture. Right. You, again, I, I'm not. I'm totally not giving myself another. <laughs> uh, I'm not inviting myself again. But if you ever wanted to do uh-huh. a follow up on this, uh-huh. you know. I believe that as Korean people, our two greatest gifts to the world mm. is Han and Jung. Mm. Han, if you don't know what Han is, go look it up, mm-hmm. right? It's, some people would call it a um, uh, sense of suffering, but suffering that has produced character. Mm. And then Chung being, again, um, you know, this nearness, this bond, right? Mm. But I personally believe that our two greatest gifts that are actually in our blood, that's, it's actually flowing through our veins as, as people, I would say would be Han and Chung. Wow. And I think if we can um, extrapolate that and we can articulate that, mm. I really believe that wherever we go, we can almost shine that gift to the world. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So so as we close out, I actually want to have the DTR conversation with you okay. on the podcast. Wow. So uh, we, we talked about... Yeah. And you know what it is? It's because um, I'm just a really introverted, shy guy. I would never be able to do this yeah. if it weren't for the mics here. Sure. And this being a podcast. Yeah. So can we define our relationship as a Hyung Dongzheng relationship? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm Absol- going to start calling you Hyung from now on. Oh, shoot, bro. <laughs> Dang, I just felt weird for a second. <laughs> Not because it's awkward, but... Yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, I again, David, like I, I think this is such a this is so awesome that we're even demonstrating it. But mm. like even for me, the moment you just said that, mm. like I felt a sense of if I'm even may say this, like holy responsibility. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like I so I'm I'm honored. That's wow. what I want to say. I'm wow. honored. Thank you for that. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I think it's a it's it's a great thing that we're able to do this. Yeah. And I encourage people out there to do the same. And again, you know, this is really, I, we didn't talk about this. I no. just kind of said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this DTR. <laughs> and that's, that's, what, that's what we got out of it. Wow. Right? So yeah, this is it's just an encouragement to people listening who are kind of in the same place as me. Yeah. Um, that awkward, hard to navigate the young culture state. Yeah. Uh, just go, go out and see what kind of young uh, relationships you can cultivate mm. because you never know. Yeah, right. So if, if anything we talked about... Well, actually, sorry, before that, is there anything you wanted to add on the topic? Bro, this this was awesome. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So if any of any of the things that we talked about resonated with you, if you want to continue this conversation about the validity or, or the value that Hyung Culture can bring, please feel free to reach out at ishthdpodcast at gmail.com. That's, I hope they hear this. Podcast at gmail.com. Um, or... On Twitter at ihthc podcast or on Instagram at I hope they hear this. Uh, I would love to continue this conversation. And you talked about coming on for a second podcast, a fourth time, a yes. fourth time. I would love to have you on. I yeah. would love that, bro. That'd be awesome. And I think this is also an example of kind of how you've demonstrated being a young even before mm. we defined it. Because mm. I, whenever I reached out, you said, "Hey, let's do it." Absolutely. And you you were so willing and always wanting to help out with the podcast. So Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. I really 
grateful. Yes. Yes. So thank you again for being on. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. God bless. Bye.